Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering the first genuine week of zach's journey Ooh. netflix's answer to bachelor in paradise okay and the rise and fall of some pop punk bands oh no and this is episode 250 yeah <laughs> 250 welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of future bachelor i mean 250 episodes v i can't believe it 50 um i mean Honestly, what? I can believe it. We've done so many, you know, episodes and stuff, but it's just kind of <laughs> crazy. You know what I'm saying? We're a quarter away to a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Um, you know, I, you know how I like to do numbers. Um, yeah, I you, do. Know, you know, shout out to everybody that's listening to this episode. Um, you know, if you're a new listener, um, uh, you know, listen to us for a while or this is your last episode. Hopefully that's not the case. But, you know, we hear <laughs> I love when you say that. Why? <laughs> you know, first time, last time <laughs> listeners start off the episode being like, if this is your last episode, like maybe after they listen through and they're like, yeah, is, is this it for me? Then yeah. But, it, you know, but... I feel like it's like one of those things where it's like maybe it's their last time but this might not be the last time they see us. They'd be like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> anyways, before we get talking about uh, the new season Bachelor that started um, this week, V, how are you doing? What's been going on? Well, last week was like my full birthday week. Yes, sir. Uh, so, you know, I did a birthday dinner with my boyfriend, Sean. We went to a really nice restaurant here in Atlanta called Bacchanalia, which does like a tasting menu. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was super tasty. I uh, got to try a lot of stuff that like, you know, that's a little different. That I you know, haven't been able to try or just like was just really well done classic. So it was, it was great. And then um, I do a dance class here in Atlanta and uh, I'm friends with the instructor. So she made me my birthday playlist, which she always does that. So it was a super fun class. And like, you know, I got to have like a little dance circle at the end. And then I had my birthday party, which was axe throwing um, at this place called Ironmonger here in Atlanta, which is like a brewery and an axe throwing place. And it was a ton of fun. I felt like everybody had a great time mixing, mingling, throwing some axes, uh, being little Vikings for the night. and uh, Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That shit made me nervous as shit. Um, you know, I don't know why. I, I just, I, it just doesn't seem like the greatest. I mean, I, I had fun. Don't get me wrong. But as a business, it just seems like such a crazy business to have. Like, you know, it's like a warehouse. They just chop up some wood on the walls and they give you like a basket full of hatchet. There's like leagues for it now. Like yeah. there's like. Well, I'm sure if you're good at it, it's probably safe and stuff. Like your boyfriend was pretty decent. He was chucking that thing, hopping off the walls and stuff. I was I like. I know. He did hurt his ankle a little bit. From <laughs> I saw off the that walls. one time he fell down. I was like, damn, bro. You okay? But, um, but yeah, I mean, he was probably the best one out of everyone. So, I know. um, but yeah, I, I had know. a good time. What'd you end up doing afterwards? We went out to the battery and I ended up riding the bull at pbr okay. so you know it, ha- it had to be done yeah it had to be done um was it was it a lot of people there there was a lot of people there yeah we, we we didn't stay there for i mean too too long we stayed out pretty late but like not super late but yeah 
It's Enough to like, have me ride the bull and for them to say happy birthday to me over the speaker as I rode the bull. And they definitely, you could tell, like, they let you ride for a while, but then if you're staying on there a little too long, they start to jerk it around a lot. Oh, yeah. So Well, you got to give them a show, too, so... Yeah. Um, that's what's up. Um, I'm but what glad. about you, pal? Me? Besides um, that, well, yeah, I mean, really, uh, it was been a week of, uh, well, my girl was out of town for work most of the week, so it kind of gave me a week to kind of do my thing here at my place, and that consisted of a lot of classes I signed up for, like online for acting. So there was like pretty much a class every night up and through um, Saturday morning and stuff. So I was doing a lot of that. And also it was kind of like a crazy week for me as far as acting because um, I had like the week before had booked a pilot that um, I had to do a table read for this past week, which was cool to meet all the other cast members and the director and all that stuff. So um, it went great. Like, you know, they didn't really have too many notes for my character as I was doing. Yeah. Plus I've been like upgrading my like, web camera stuff for like acting like i mean if you can tell like actually i'm doing it right now for our show Mm -hmm. but um you know you know when it comes to these classes and to um you know getting a call back and they're all on zoom and all this stuff it's like i want to make sure i look the best i can and and you know the, the only thing I can really do, like you can only control what you can control and I can control the quality of my work. So it's like making sure my good cameras connected, making sure I got good lighting and all this different stuff. So I was doing a lot of that. Um, so I'm glad I did because now I can have like good footage for the show as well. Um, but yeah, and then, um, I had done, uh, I had gotten booked for a commercial shoot up in Canton for a brewery up there. So that was fun. Like I was shooting a commercial for them and, essentially I was like the main character in the commercial. So it was like my girlfriend, like is surprising me with my friends at a brewery for my birthday or something. And, you know, so it was like, you know, there was a scene of this guy, like, like cooking it up, trying to get done so he could get to the brewery. There was another one of my friends that was like fixing a car, trying to get done so he can get to the brewery. And then me and my girl walking down the beautiful street, just like, and then I get surprised by all my friends at the brewery. I mean, it's just ironic that I don't drink and stuff, but, um, I didn't really have to, I mean, if they had, if I had to take like a sip of something, they had like non-alcoholic beer and they were just totally like, you, you don't have to drink it and stuff. I'm like, no, as long as there's no alcohol in it, I'm like, but you know, non-alcoholic beer tastes delicious. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, man, I kind of missed the taste of beer. Um, but uh, <laughs> you should get like those. They have a lot of non-alcoholic beers now. Yeah, I don't know. That I, aren't just like O'Doul's because I feel like O'Doul's are like the go-to, like the OGs. Yeah. But like they have the Heineken ones. They have like I feel like a lot of breweries are trying to make like non-alcoholic options for folks too. Yeah, and I was also hearing that they have like um like kind of like a non-alcoholic spirits bar that just opened up here in yep. Atlanta. You heard about it? Yeah. So that's kind of crazy that that's like a thing now where it's like a bar that you can go and drink at but not get drunk. So Cuz people love like cocktails as like but sometimes like yeah, if you don't want to drink like the actual booze part, like there's ways to make like cocktails, mocktails that like are still like have the elements of like a cool, good tasting cocktail that doesn't have the booze. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more of just like having things to do when you don't drink you know it's just kind of like it's one of those things i wonder if they give like alcoholic options at those places i think they do i think a lot of times it's like a mocktail and cocktail place like i feel like they usually have those kind of options as well well regardless it was just a cool week you know being on set they treat you like 
like royalty really they're just like whatever you need you eat before everybody like they're serving you lunch and all this stuff and it's just like you you good you need anything i'm like i'm i'm great thank you guys like i i brought a book there and i was just reading you know trying to stay out of the way because a lot of dead time like on a set you know they're just shooting random things and stuff so if you're not in the scene um you got to have like a book or something to chill but i met some really cool actors um from all over that came in for it too so that was awesome that's um, cool. Yeah, but why don't we get into what, a big week of what we get doing around Ooh. here, you know? It's that time to talk about The Bachelor on our show! <laughs> it's been a while since I've done that. I even know how to... I know you were like ready to just say other stuff. Yeah, I just, you know, it's that time to talk about Bachelor on our show. I guess that's what I used to say. I don't know. It's been a year. But um, before we get into that, YouTube, you know what's up. Go ahead and subscribe. Smash that thumbs up button and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you just did, oh, huge shout out to you. Ooh, wee. Let me find my air horns. What's going on right now? All right, air horns for you. <laughs> um, you know, we got to give a shout out to our comment crew, um, the Nancy Drew crew, Ch- uh, Chelsea Allen, Catherine Ann, Kathleen Kent. I, I don't know. One of you guys might have been missing this last week. I, I Hopefully you're back now for The Bachelor. We'll see. Marion SP was in the building, so that's what's up. Um, you know, love you guys. Um, I'm looking forward to a new season of The Bachelor with y'all. Um, you know, we're, we're starting. They're noticing, you know, some subscribers. It's cool that like our subscribers are like, since I've joined, you guys have like gain this many subscribers and it's kind of cool like it's kind of working like i love it so shout out to y'all that are making this um really our youtube journey really fun so um we love you if you want to get a shout on this show it's as easy as joining the comment crew and leaving a comment then it just let us know you subscribe let us know you're new to the family you know you gave us a thumbs up you know whatever it is just you know we'll have some questions at the end of this segment where you can just answer (laughs) we always do yeah (laughs) they're just made up but um (laughs) Anyways, we'll shout you out on the next episode. But V, I'm very excited. Let's get into the first week of season 27 of The Bachelor. Um, Zach Shals, what? Shalcross? Shalcross. Oh man, that's a that's an it's an interesting it's one a name. for sure. That's a name, yeah, for sure. Um, it's v, a wh- name. where do we start with this week? You know. Um. So this week is is my least favorite week, as we all know. Uh it's it's limo week which it's just like you could tell they started they kind of went back to like an og move of bachelor by like trying to show more of like the past of like the like growing up years of our lead i feel like that's something they've been trying to bring back a little bit more with our bachelor leads i feel like they don't do it as much with the bachelorette leads yeah i well you know i think what i was noticing of the beginning of this show at this episode was like um, I think they're trying to cater to the fact that like people don't really know who Zach is. So they're trying to like right. get you to remind you who he is and get a personality of him. You thought everything. you knew these things. You thought you knew Zach. You don't. These Some are things random, about him that you don't random know. Random facts about him. Like, you know, he played the bass in a band. He was a DJ. Maybe he'll DJ his own wedding. What? I was I like, know. what are we talking about right now? That's, that was just cheesy. And it's <laughs> definitely them trying to compensate for the fact that, like, he is not a fan favorite. Mm. And so, like, 
they even had like all the videos of like the girls that are contestants, like watching after the final rose, watching for him to be announced. And you could tell, like, even if you watch some of those videos, like some of their friends that they were with, like definitely were like, you could tell that they were like forcing excitement. And I was like, all right, we're, we're trying to sell something here. I, I could tell that we're really trying to sell it. I can feel like, you know, Zach is just leaning into being like a normal dude, like being all like, I mean, I don't know what to expect. I, I've sure I've been on this side of the show, but I haven't been on like the this side as the lead. Like I'm just a genuine guy. I'm looking to settle down and find love. I'm just at that point in my life, which like I have such a hard time believing when it's somebody who's especially a man who's younger than me, just because I'm like, okay, you're like twenty six and you're all like, This is what I want. Yeah, and like, but then you he have just like twenty three year old women being all like, "I'm ready to get married." That side I don't believe as much, but like for yeah. him, I feel like he's pretty genuine. He just seems like the type of person that doesn't really—he's not like an f boy, you know what I'm saying? He's out true. there just he, trying to. True, he wouldn't be on f boy island. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I mean, they do that. Um. We get this unit. You know, we get Sean. Uh. Sean, Sean Lowe. Lowe. He so shows like, up. Um. Which was. What did you think about that? That's definitely them bringing in a heavy hitter. Sean Lowe is like a franchise favorite. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the OG like bachelor greats. And I guess he was known as being the most shirtless bachelor. And so like, which I never watched. Like I have friends that my friend Shannon, who got me into watching the bachelor shout out to Shannon. Cause we wouldn't be here if it weren't for her. But, um, she, uh, she watched Sean Lowe's season, like, so I only know things about him from, like, when they did those, like, flashbacks, remember, when they did that a couple years ago, um, and so, like, that's the most I know, and just, like, genuinely, like, kind of, like, I know that kind of knowledge. Well, apparently, but- apparently, he's, like, the only lead that's actually made it with, like, the person he picked from the show, like, yeah, you I know, think, like, as the bachelor, strictly yeah. from the format of the show, not just, like, they got together after they broke up and left the show yeah, and got they've back been together. together 10 years, they have three kids, they're, like, rolling. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of like acting, like, for every hundred auditions you get, you might book one thing, you know, that's kind of, like, what bachelor yeah, has right now for- that's why the bachelor has to come pull him back up yeah and i actually i had to give them some credit i thought it was like a funny little montage of like you know showing him as like the old dog and like zach as the new dog like doing the curls and doing the whatever and like him teaching him the right way to like rub his body for the inevitable shower scenes <laughs> and stuff that they do <laughs> and i just thought that was funny yeah um but they definitely then, like, right after that, they did, like, the full montage of, like, you know, Zach being hot, like, curling and, like, you know, doing stuff in the gym and, like, driving around his Bronco and, like, you know, shit like that. I mean, I mean, ideally, you know, for a show like this, he's got the full package, right? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I'm not even saying. That's what all these girls are already saying, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently everything's bigger in Texas, but, um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was so cringe. Uh, all right, so um, where do we start with like the limo entrances and stuff? Is there anything so in between? So when it comes to like the limo entrances, of course they go through like they do the little like snippets of some of like you know the the main girls to watch as mm-hmm. they they tend to do, and pretty much they go through all of the girls that have that were on after the final rose, um, including Brianna who got the America's first impression rose. Um, well, Bri- Brianna came out last, right? 
she did come out last. She was the last one to come out. But they, they, um, I'm trying to think. Like they started with what's her? She was wearing the Bailey. Pe- no, Bailey was not the first one out the limo. But she was the first one they introduced. She was like the yeah. first girl in the bikini. I was like, damn, yeah. like she's looking good and stuff. So she- yeah, they, 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 they have a lot of very pretty girls. I will say the yeah. girls are, the girls are looking good. They're all. That is actually a big thing right now from some of these podcasts that aren't covering the show is that, you know, once again, we're not seeing a lot of body diversity when it comes to the cast. They're pretty much all like the same size, Um, but they're all gorgeous. And um, they I think the first girl out the limo, I think her name was Jess. I don't remember, Uh, but she was like wearing. Let's talk about that for a second, though. Um, Do you think do you think like to introduce like, you know, different, um, uh, you know, types of people, they should just like have a lead first. That's like, you know, maybe not your traditional like Zach or something like that. And that way it could open up a bunch of like people like suitors for that person uh you know it just could be or do you think people just want to see hot people is that Mm. why they're sticking to this Mm. because i'm not gonna lie i like to see hot people i like to see hot people but i think hot people can be hot in more than one like dress size i agree i agree i'm just saying like you know what we were saying earlier about like you know the girls being very pretty and stuff i'm like you know this is nice as a as a male viewer it's just like these girls are beautiful um and uh so and 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 i feel like not all of them look i feel like there was i feel like last season or two seasons ago i feel like when it came to the women a lot of them just looked very fake and i feel like we've kind of reverted not all of them look as fake anymore like i feel like there was definitely a couple of women who looked very like injected, very like, you know, that kind of thing. So I don't even know. I don't know if like stuff's just looking more natural now or if maybe some of them are just still hopefully too young to even be like buying into all of that shit. But um, I feel like there was generally some like not everybody looked like super made up. Everybody looked gorgeous. But like I feel like there was there was distinctive like facial looks to a lot of these women. And it was good to see more um, like a more sprinkling of women of color. Like we saw some darker black women. We had Lekka, who I believe is Indian. Um, We had, you know, a couple of other folks. So I think, you know, there's definitely a little bit more diversity ever so slightly, Um, but still not a ton. Um, and I, I think, you know, we, we didn't get that many like crazy entrances. I wonder if they're like going to continue moving away from like the crazy entrances, because like, I feel like the weirdest shit we saw was like Catherine Mandrell brought up the, the, she had the party bus. We saw Mercedes with her pig because she's a pig farmer. We saw, I forget her name, some chick who's from Baton Rouge who, you know, walked up with the like the horns and stuff and throwing the beads because like Louisiana. And then, um, Greer with the know. coffee, I, think I those guess. Were, like, kind of like the main ones. Greer with the coffee. Yeah, the coffee, but everything was like, if it was anything, it was like either a line, a line with like a prop. It wasn't like anything crazy. Like nobody was coming in in like crazy cars or like crazy big things or like with mariachi bands or like anything like that. It was very 
lower key. Yeah, which, I just honestly, think... I kind of like. I'd rather you do like a stupid line. I agree. And like see if the dude is gonna laugh or if like that's a sense of humor. Like, sure, some of them were cringy and bad. Like the whole everything's bigger in Texas. Like from what I can tell, everything's bigger in Texas. Doing the one up, one down. Um, I, that I was like. Do you like, think guys could get away with that? Uh, no, I feel like because saying. of how this show <laughs> is set If a girl up, was like, you know, stacked with like, what, what did you call Rachel at one time? Um, she, I forgot what you said about her. But like if a girl had like big boobs or something like that, it's not like you could really call that out. Like, was she like talking about his his penis? Because <laughs> she was looking right at it. I yeah, felt that's like. what she was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what she said, from what I can see. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I totally, I agree with you, though. I think it came off, I just think it was because uh, of Zach. Like, if it was, like, a funnier person, I think people would be, like, well, bringing out different also, personalities. I feel like they've done the kind of, like, sex joke thing before with some of these people. Like, you know, with, like, Hannah Brown, like, with the whole, like, with Peter Weber, then there was a lot of windmill jokes with him, you know, like, you know, oh, like, we'll see how many times, whatever. And like with some of these other, I feel like Caitlin Bristow later on, like they had some things with her. I'm like trying to think of like some of, there was a, there was a different lead that was like, they use like the sex stuff a lot leading in to them, but I don't remember which one it was at this point, but um, I mean, I know like Ari was like supposed to be like the makeout king. So like, you know, that was like a big thing that they had for like his season. Was it Clayton? Clayton. What was Clayton's thing? I don't know. I mean, Clayton, I thought was like the shirtless dude. Like they were just always like making him be shirtless. They were just like, they were like being like Clayton's like a big like, you know, he's a big burly. He's a man. That's like, that was like the big thing. for. Oh, the sex like, one was, um, what's her name? Um, Katie Thurston. Oh, yeah. Because she did the sex joke for her entrance. Mm-hmm. So then they did sex jokes to her. Yeah. Um, so where, where do we go from here? Um, so we're, we're, we had a bunch of different entrances. Uh, the, f- during the entrances, Zach ends up kissing Bailey, who was on after the final rose, you know, she made a point to like reintroduce herself with her name because he had messed up her name at after the final rose. And like in that moment, he thought it was a good idea to give her a kiss because he's like, you know, I was vibing with her. I felt the spark like I wanted her to know this, that or the other. So like she got the first kid of kiss of the night. And then it was just like homie was feeling himself. He was going from there he kissed i i counted at least six um i think it might have been more i'm guessing it had to have been more which honestly you know but he was nice about it every time he would ask if he could kiss them so i was like all about the consent angle he kissed see i I want to talk we've probably talked about this before but like that's what I've always done. I've always been like, like, is it all right to kiss you? Like, and I, I just thought it was like a cute thing to do too. Not just like, like also like a consent thing, but like, you know, but some girls think the magic gets taken away if you have so. to ask, like, you know, they just want so. it to happen. I've had I it happen. Think, I'm telling you if it's happened, like be like, I know, I know it has, like, I know it, it has, but I think personally in like my experience, like just, yeah, 
there's plenty of kisses that like you just kind of both are feeling it and you both lean in. But I think it's way safer and way better. Like I don't think it takes any to me personally, I don't think it takes any magic away to like at least like both people be on the same page to be all like, Hey, can I kiss you? To me, that's almost like sweeter, cuter, considerate. I'd like rather get that than somebody like just leaning in when I wasn't, you know, when I might not have been feeling it. Sure. So um, so yeah, I mean, Zach, you know, is is going for Ari's makeout king spot. Um, we get, you know, Greer, you know, early on showcased. Um, very cute girl. Reminds me kind of like a like, you know, uh, like of a baby Becca kind of like, you know, she's definitely giving like quirky vibes like her little her little video was like, you know, her messing it up and like spilling the champagne and like doing a cartwheel and like, you know, petting a dog like <laughs> Definitely, like, they're trying to make her out to be like, oh, my God, she's so quirky and down to earth. Like, that's definitely the vibe that I got from her little thing. And then they ended up just, like, being very natural together. Like, they just, like, when they met and they talked, they were just, like, vibing, like, straight vibing. Like, nothing felt weird. Like, some of these girls, you can tell, like, force themselves into these conversations and then are very much so, like, trying to force a, like, yeah, so, blah, 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 I was so excited when it was you because X, Y, like, already have, like, a script. And I felt like for them it didn't feel super scripted which i is you know a good a good thing in in that case yeah um totally i think i you know i always bring it back to acting now because it's all i really do but um you know when doing these auditions and stuff it's like you you think you want to do a scene like like the way that you think the director wants it and stuff but like over and over again i'm told that like you just have to be yourself like put yourself through it you know to be natural and everything and it's just like that is more authentic um you know and it just comes off like you know authentic and and you want to lean into that more so i i totally see and she's beautiful too so it's like you know a win-win there with greer and um, she seems like she seems <clears throat> in the show seems very like girl next door kind of kind of girl like very like fun normal even though they're, I feel like, however they like to portray normal on the show is like, quirky. Uh, like, that's how they try to push it. But totally. um, she definitely is that. I feel like another another girl who's trying to make her make her moves is Catherine Mandrell, which she's like the only Catherine that uses her full name. And I think it's because her like mom was part of some sort of group where it was like the Mandrell sisters. And so she uses her full name and cause there's like a bunch of Katie's Catherine's Kate's whatever cats. Yeah. It gets a, and cat there gets a bunch. She's the one who came in in the party bus. So she brings him out. To she the was party also bus. on the after the rose, right? Huh? Was she also on the after the rose? She was. So, she was. you know, the thing, and she has a kid, you know, right? She's yeah. She's a young mom. She's only like, 26 and she has a five-year-old so she had her when she was 21 you know like i want to i want to like her but there was something about her that she just like feels like she was like owning the room all like you know she was the one that was um she was acting like it was her show yeah like you know like every time like he said something when he came back into the house like it was like she had equipped to say back i'm just like shut up like you know um i wonder if that's like actually the girl that's being told to shut up like in the beginning like when you see like a like a 
there was a scene where one of the girls was like, I think it was Brooklyn that was like, can you ever just shut up? <laughs> I Yeah, I could see that for her. I could see this being a season like the girls are going to carry. Like I was talking to, uh, you know, compadre of the show, JD, mm-hmm. and he was saying how, you know, he hopes it to be a show where we just kind of let the girls go in, the women come in and like kind of carry it because like when we've had maybe some less interesting leads, like even Matt James wasn't as interesting as he was booked to be. And like the women of that show, so it, they, that got, I felt like a little over canny, but I mean, even with Clayton, Clayton was fine, but I feel like the women of his show, like definitely carried. So I wonder if we're going to get a lot of like interpersonal drama with the girls to really be the main drama of the show. Yeah. Um, just, you know, we talked about it earlier, but Brianna came in last and she came out, dude, this girl is just beautiful. Like it's she's crazy. Stunning. It's she's wearing a red rose dress. Oh my gosh. She's carrying her America's first impression rose. She, she's bad. She dude. It's crazy. Ready. Like she, like she's like, should be the next bachelorette. Like you, she did everything right too. She came in, was cool, calm, collected, confident, but also like, was making sure to show effort to like pull him aside and talk to him, even though she does have that rose, but she's all like, this was voted on. Like, I want to have like, you know, time with you. Like I'm here for you. And I, I didn't, it didn't feel fake to me at all. It felt like, no, she's just confident. She knows she's hot, like in all aspects, like, you know, her Mm -hmm. voice. Oh my God. Like just hearing her talk, I could listen to her all day, like ASMR type, like voice, (laughs) you know? So (laughs) I, I thought like, she just came in, killed it, that red dress, like the way she carried herself, like it was kind of like, she, I don't know, like she just seemed like she was just on another level than than a lot of the other. Like you could tell she was like not acting like better than everybody, but acting like I'm not going to get stuck in the shit. Like yeah. I'm going to just be me and that's like I'm going to like forge my path but not in a way that's like putting other people down but just in a way that's like doing me she just looks like she has a great personality too so she does i am she just seems cool confident calm collected like a boss ass bitch yeah i uh she gained a follower in me um so yeah i mean still team brianna for sure um what, what do we talk about here we got we got this madison girl madison is out here trying the hardest she you know she comes in she grabs him for some time and you could tell like she is she saw other girls kissing him she's wanting a kiss the first time they go and talk they you could tell like he is looking for his out of that conversation like he you could tell he was just being nice polite whatever and you could tell she's like trying to she felt like a more scripted conversation. She came in hot wanting like she's all like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want this like first impression rose, blah, blah, blah. And then as the night is going on and people are still like not having their time, she decides like with the encouragement of some of the other girls, sort of, which I felt like was an interesting tactic to um, go and grab him for more time again, which because she was like, I, I mean, do it. Like, I would be the same thing too. Like go back in there. Like if you feel like if you've, you know, she's like spinning out of control, like being like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Then go do it. You know what I'm saying? And but so like, she did. And then she kind of like 
forcibly kissed him. You could tell he was like trying to like leave and do whatever. What was this dance she was doing like with him? I'm like, this is the worst thing. They were in doing the, the world. gritty. They did the gritty back. Oh my god! I was just like, this is so bad. I, I totally understand. It was bad. And you could tell he didn't really want that kiss. And then he even says afterwards, he was like, I wasn't feeling that kiss. That wasn't what I was trying to do. And, uh, you know. And she felt it too. She felt it too. And she goes and like offs and cries and spirals for a while. And then before they're even getting like, as they're about to get called for like the, after the first impression rose goes out, which we'll talk about that in a second. Before they even, you know, they as they're lining up to head in t- for the rose ceremony, she like pops out to talk to him again as he's talking to Jesse. Yeah, and- you can interrupt the other girls, but you're going to interrupt Dr- Jesse. You're going to interrupt Jesse. <laughs> you know that that's a bromance. You're going to be interrupting Jesse. I mean, now you're just messing with the show's format here. Um, you um, know, I I thought. I, I I thought at least she didn't just be like you know I'm not feeling it I'm gonna leave like she gave like gave him one last chance and at least like that's the way it should have gone down. And he was honest and he was all like you know I'm not gonna lead you on I have to be true to myself like I have no reason to you know put you through something just for you know it to hurt even more and so like you know it was nice meeting you whatever and then she sobbed her way out there and that was that was the end of madison so, yeah good riddance you know, um, she was she was desperado yeah um so where does that leave us with the end of the show here well the first impression rose gets given to greer um they definitely were vibing there was a couple there was a couple girls that i thought could could have gotten i it, was but. i couldn't honestly leading up to it i could not peg who it was gonna go to i mean like, i knew it was, was gonna be greer i didn't think i would have never guessed greer she had the I longest did, makeout session with him huh they, like they like commented on how long and great that makeout session they had like everybody was looking at it yeah, I guess. But yeah. still, I didn't guess Greer, I guess, because that was I, I just because then we only saw bits and pieces of other kisses. I guess I could have guessed that. But I was like, oh, he's just kissing everybody. I don't even know. Because then he was like vibing. He was like saying stuff about a bunch of these girls. So I don't know. But um, but so uh, I guess we, we could do a quick aside about Greer right now, because she, you know, it came out today late last night that i guess she was part of like i mean this came out a while ago i think actually well, yeah i think we just didn't to- care because like i don't care about like what news comes out really about people until i get to see who they are on the show right. like i think it, it started to trickle out and then like obviously once everybody saw the show saw her saw that she got the first impression rose mm-hmm. i think that's when then it blew up more where so she was part of some like secret sorority situation at her high school that then like would host these parties and I guess this one Halloween party uh you know included a girl doing blackface and or yeah so like I first of all I just want to say like this this I I mean people should be mad about this but I'm just saying the guy that like is like exposing her like I didn't like the whole way about this that's what sucks about the internet this guy's just getting pleasure out of just like trying to get like his two uh like seconds of fame for like you know finding some old tweets and you know I think this is like when she was like in middle school like so she must have been a popular girl and she just like went to high school yeah yeah like went to a party and 
you know, stupid kid went as Tupac and like did blackface and shit. And it's like, um, terrible. But I guess she like defended her on Twitter or something. Yeah, she was defending her. And that was like, I guess, or the not whole defending. Thing. She was defending her by saying like, you know, she wasn't doing it to be racist. She was like, just like ignorant. Well, she was going with the whole idea that. Or she was look, saying that she was supposed to be a shadow a or shadow. something. Yeah. But um, regardless, I mean, it's uh, definitely an unfavorable tweet. Um, but it's just like stupid kid shit. Like, you know, I, I don't, I don't think she's like that now. I, I mean, I guess she like is a Republican and like voted for Trump or something like that, which, you know, 50% of the population, if not more voted for this guy. So it's like, you can't really hold that against her, but, um, but yeah, I mean, she put out it like, you know, the, it's kind of now, like, I feel like the copy and paste statement that people should say like you know right. when they, when this kind of comes out now that's how many times like this has happened that like <laughs> you right can, you, it's like you can kind of like look at what other people have like said and the right stuff and you know how it came off and just say the same exact thing so i don't th- i don't know do you think this is going to affect her long game or i don't know if it's going to affect her long term yeah um which i mean i mean it really depends on she wasn't the one doing blackface but still right i mean it's also like it really depends on how far she makes it right but um yeah i mean it's just like of course that type of stuff comes out on a new season so um yeah so you know how many girls went home this week i think about nine yeah. Eight or nine. Wow. Nine. I guess nine went home because like they only had 20 roses. There's 30 of them. Um, and Madison left on her own volition. Well, slash sort of got sent home. Mm-hmm. So what that leaves them with, like, you know. I mean, yeah. a good selection. I think he, he made the right choices. Um, but, um, you know, we got to look at the season. What do you what do you get out of like the preview of the whole season? Um, it looks like, as I was saying earlier, it looks like he's going to be falling in love with several people Mm -hmm. and that always gets dicey as we know. Um, and it looks like there's going to be girls coming to him looking for help about how other girls are coming at them. That's, I'm seeing a lot of that. Like the thing they keep showing is like the one girl, like crying on his knee being like, help me, help me, like blah, 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 like they're framing me or like whatever. So something is going to go on where he's going to have to try to parse through the, she says to figure out what's the truth. Mm. Um, are you, are you, how you, how do you feel about after this, this episode? Um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, the personalities of all the characters develop in the season. Well is what I'll say because uh, I mean it wasn't I, I mean I hate this first episode so I can't really blame anything on this one because to me it's like not super engaging um, the first episode is always kind of like I'm like alright let's keep I didn't it going. hate this one as much as I have in the past I think I didn't hate this one as much in some ways just because there wasn't as much stupid shit and they did kind of breeze through a lot of the limo entrances. Like they kind of would just so snippets of being like, all right. Um, I think it definitely looked like it was a long night of filming for them. Um, and I feel like, you know, we got to 
meet some more of these girls and try to understand a little bit of the dynamic, but I feel like still not a ton of substance, which is, you know, I'm, I'm looking for looking to see what we can get out sure. of some of these things. So, um, anything else coming out of bachelor nation? Yes. Uh, Raven and Adam are expecting their second child together. They'll have two under two. Their second kid is due in July. They already have a son together. Nice. So, um, congrats to them. These, I feel like some of these bachelor folks just are popping out babies. Yeah. That's a fun couple. Yeah. They, they are fun. They're, you know, they're a bachelor in paradise. Um, success story although like they i don't see them really like talking about them often like why are they not like i don't know that is a good question yeah because they seem pretty normal cool whatever i wonder if there's something else there like if they just don't want to be don't yeah maybe they don't care to buy into as much of all of that you know sure yeah i mean raven seems like a pretty down-to-earth person she was already successful before the show so Right. Um, anyways, um, I mean, she did go in Bachelor in Paradise, though. Right. So, um, yeah, well, what do you guys think of this uh, first episode of season 27 with Zach? Um, you know, did you enjoy it? Do you do you like the girl? Do you like the women that are, you know, showing up for Zach? Do you think he made some good choices this episode? Um, what do you think of the situation with Greer? Um, who is your favorite? Obviously, mine is Brianna. Um, I can't, she's just great. Uh, and, um, just let us know in the comments below so we can give you a shout out. Do we think it looks like Anastasia is going to be a villain? People Mm. are saying it looks like she's going to be a villain. I mean, someone, there's always the, the, the villain always comes out, whether they are a villain or the girls make one villain or something like that. It's just the way it goes in this house. So, um, it would be interesting if we never did get a season of villains, but you know, I mean, you have to, I mean, that's how they literally set it up so that you go against each other because you have literally nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And you have one common goal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sure as they're casting these girls, like they're like figuring out like, ooh, this one's got something that we can, you know, throw in the mix to get it a little spicy. Right. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see what happens in episode two. So, all right, guys, um, we'll be back next week, you know, with episode two of The Bachelor season. Thanks for that, V. But, you know, why don't we get into what we like to do around here? It's called Quick Hits. What do we got? Yes. So Netflix is coming out with a show on Valentine's Day, February 14th, called Perfect Match. And it's going to be including a lot of folks from other Netflix reality shows. And it's going to be... Um, you know, kind of a, a a Bachelor in Paradise sort of situation where they're all, you know, complete competing to find love and they're hanging out around a tropical island. Um, but it's so the the description says as the as they compete to form relationships, the most compatible couples will play matchmaker, breaking up other couples and sending them on dates with brand new singles they'll invite to the villa. Will they create better matches or will they create chaos? Uh, That's kind of interesting. I kind of, huh? I like that kind of concept. Like, I like this too. It's going to, with this over the top journey of strategy and dating hosted by Nick Lachey. Of course. (laughs) Why didn't they bring in Vanessa Lachey? Yeah. Where's she she at? Yeah. Um, Only one couple will be crowned the perfect match. So we'll have to see how they do these pairings. But so the, the people who are involved in this show are. Abby Humphreys from 20-somethings Austin, 
uh, Anne Sophia Petit Ferrier from Selling Tampa, uh, Bartise from Love Is Blind season three, mm-hmm. Calvin from The Circle season three, Chase from Too Hot to Handle season two, Chloe from Too Hot to Handle season one and The Circle season two. So she's making her way around these shows. Uh, Colony from Selling Tampa, Damien who we've met mm-hmm. from Love Is Blind season one. Yikes. Diamond from Love Is Blind season one. Dom from The Mole, which I forgot was a Netflix show now, too, because I watched the OG show. Francesca from Too Hot to Handle season one, which Francesca's like in a serious relationship now. So this had to have been filmed before that. Georgia from Too Hot to Handle season three. Inez from The Circle France. Izzy from Too Hot to Handle season three. Joey from The Circle season one. Uh, I like Carousel Joey. from Sexy Beast, which remember you watched that, didn't you watch that? Sexy Beast. So you know, they're just smart to like bring all these people in. That's like what MTV did with the challenge. You know, they were yeah. like bringing in. It was just like Real World and Road Rules originally, and then they were like, we got to bring in like other shows, like Are You the One, and and now it's like, you know, a bunch of different like mashups and stuff. But I think they're doing smart by like cross pollinating their cast into new shows and stuff. It's yeah. just it's very smart. People like to see these people again, um, even if they're all losers. So, um, including Shane, who was on Love Is Blind season two mm-hmm. in Chicago, and I guess that has caused some beef because uh, Natalie, who was you know his wife briefly. On, they didn't get married, did they? They got married. Did didn't they? they get married? No, they. I think they. That she. They did. He like. Did she leave? She left at the altar. Yeah, you're right. They were engaged. Um, they were engaged filming that, and I guess you know she was saying that they both got asked to film, like they both got asked to for like casting for this as they were already in a relationship. But you know, like how the timeline of like Love Is Blind comes out, like that wasn't. A public fact mm-hmm. and so i think they were already in like the netflix database it excuse me and i guess you know they she said that like he went behind her back to keep going on it he's saying that she encouraged him to like you know do it to forward his career so like they they've been beefing on the internet going over like you know uh, it's definitely like well we know shane's a liar right i mean yeah it, it definitely is it's dicey. All Although around, he looked cause... better on the reunion of that last season, he didn't go on the trip, did he? Like he was, mm-hmm. he was like left out or something. But um, regardless, I wonder if I'll watch the show. Probably, I might, I might try I'll it. Probably watch it. You know what show on Netflix I can't get behind anymore? Like of the reality ones, is the Too Hot to Handles. I tried to, I couldn't finish the second season, and because at this point it's like. They have to know what they're getting into. And then the fact that they still like keep breaking the rules. No, and, like, that's I'm just like, that's just people. That's humans, though. That's the same thing that happens on Are You nah, the One. Man. No. I would, I, I, money? Yeah, no, but money? I'm saying the same thing happens on I, Are I would, I would be alone. I would be fine. That's one person, though. Like, that's what I'm saying. You can't control a whole cast of people. Like, Are You the One? They all have to work together and find their perfect match within that. Um, actually, this is like, are you the one that they're, mm-hmm. that they're trying to do? But, um, you know, they have to work together to like get these beams of light and perfect matches. Um, 
they're you, they're stealing from are you the one now that i think about oh, it totally. yeah. um but uh you oh. know and they every season they're like forget this game i'm in love even though i'm not the perfect match like with this person like i want to be with this person is always that couple there's always those couples because they That's fall for definitely the, gonna happen with this perfect yeah match, totally sure. so um we'll we'll be here to watch it i guess um v what else is going on so I guess Selena Gomez has been seen out with the Chainsmokers' Drew Taggart, which not long after, I guess, both him and the other guy in Chainsmokers, whose name I do not remember nor care to remember, uh, were, were like, confessed to sometimes having threesomes with their fans in the past on um, Call Her Daddy a few weeks back. Neither here nor there. But Selena Gomez... I don't like see- seeing celebrities on Call Her Daddy. I don't like it. It feels like, you know, it degrades... Those guests, like you know, like seeing well, John. That's Ma- what she gets. She gets celebrities. On I, no, Day. now she does. But before she was just getting like like random people to talk to. Like you know, now she's getting like higher level people to talk to. Now she's I, getting like Chelsea Handler. Yeah, and I, well, I don't. I don't think I was talking more like a John Mayer. Like I'm like I don't like oh, yeah, seeing John, John Mayer. Mayer talking to Alex Cooper. Like you know, um, I, I don't know. It just feels weird. But uh, yeah, that does feel weird. Yeah, so right. I guess, I guess it makes sense. But, no, you know. I mean, they're trying to make her like this, like, you know, high profile interviewer and stuff, but it just doesn't seem right. Um, it doesn't. And uh, I mean, I've explained my feelings about how I don't think she's great at actually interviewing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she just asks spicy questions and people are like, oh, my God. And I, for some reason, I mean, people probably hate our intro or something like that, but I hate the way she introduces her show. She's like, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Like, it's just like, oh, my God. Um, anyways. Um, anyways, Selena <laughs> says that she's still single, which, I mean, you could be single. You're going on some dates. That's fine. You're not. Maybe he's not your boo yet. Maybe he will be. Maybe he won't be. I don't know. Go for it, sis. Or don't. Good for Drew. Good for Drew. Um, anyways, uh, what else we got? Kylie Jenner finally confirmed and clarified her son's name now that he is like 11 months old. He's almost a year old. She posted a picture of them. He's a cute. This is, you know, what's annoying. Her kids are so fucking cute. They're so fucking cute. Like, it's just annoying. His name is Air. Webster, like, you know, it's spelled pretty much just like you would think air would be spelled, but with an E at the end. Um, and he's a cutie pie. And so now everybody can stop wondering when she's going to announce the name. So, I mean, thank God. But it's been like two years, right? It's been like, I mean, a year. It's oh. been a year. What was it? Wolf? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It, that's what people thought it was. People was are wolf. still going to call him Wolf for the rest of his life. Wolf that's, Air. Yeah. Um, Air is a cool name. I like the name Air Jenner or whatever it is. It's Air all, Webster. Air Webster. Air Jenner would be way cooler. Yeah, um, like Air Bud. Yeah. <laughs> or like Air Jordan. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right, what else we got? So in our in our pop punk news, hmm. sad news first, Panic at the Disco is breaking up after they I wish they could have they could have went one more year to do a full 20 years that would have been the smart business move like think about like 20 year like um, whatever because they started in 2004 but no they're ending now um Brendan Urie who's the front man and the last remaining original member uh announced today on Instagram so Tuesday so when you guys listen to this yesterday uh or you know whatever 
the po- that you know he said growing up in Vegas I could have never imagined that this is where my life would take me but sometimes a journey must end for new once again blah 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 his wife is pregnant with their first child I'm gonna bring this chapter of my life to an end and put my focus on energy into like my family X Y and Z so um, because of that panic at the disco is no more so you know I mean sad I'm, i'll go back and listen to the first couple of albums because those were the ones i liked um they had but, some they had some bops in the last couple of years but i mean they pan, did have some bops panic but the then disco when is they whenever, did me with taylor swift that's you know that was the nail in the coffin for me um i mean i i like that guy's voice i'm a fan of panic the disco i'm just a fan of him actually so he could I, just yeah, go he's on a great and, he's a, got it very talented vocalist. i mean he he could go on and start his own solo career i think he tried to do that before but um i really think that they were put together like a boy band or something like that like to be like a fallout boy like i when they first came out when i was like in high school and stuff i was like this guy sounds exactly like the lead singer of fallout boy and i think they were signed to the same label and stuff yeah so. i think so fueled um, by ramen yeah uh fueled by ramen yeah so um yeah i mean that's speaking sad. of fallout boy uh, yeah what about him uh, they released their first song since 2018 called Love from the Other Side with a video. And it's the first um, taste of their new album called So Much for Stardust that comes out um, in March, March 24th. Uh, so, well, I, I'm interested to see like what the new sound like this one sounded kind of I was trying to place like what it sounded like, but it sounded like not like more of the recent stuff, but like sort of a mix of that with some of their old stuff. So I'm interested to see where Fall Out Boy goes with this. And like they are performing um, in Chicago at the Metro, um, I think, like soon or something crazy. They're, they're going to perform. Fall Out Boy's always been uh, performing. So I always like used to remember they, they would like... like Huh? They would always perform with um, Weezer. Yeah. Like they, they do those dual shows and stuff. So, um, all yeah, right. Well, because, we'll, you know, they're from like the Chicagoland area. They actually performed at my high school back when they were first starting off at our, like, we would do a courtyard lunch day where we would have like food vendors and stuff come in. And I remember they, it was before I went to high school there and they performed there. And people were all like, ooh, this band. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> ended up being Bala Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, um, what what made you go yikes this week? Um, what made me go yikes was there was a lot of hullabaloo around Beyonce performing in Dubai this past week for part of the debut of Dubai Atlantis Royal, which is like a new crazy um, hotel and thing venue, uh, luxury hotel in Dubai. And uh, Dubai, you know, people are upset because her latest album, Renaissance, she had, you know, said that it was honoring black queer culture, taking like, you know, inspiration from, you know, uh, queer dance hall kind of music and stuff like that. But Dubai has strict laws against same sex marriage and relationships. So people were all like, how are you going to do this? And like, do you need because, she, you know, got. 25 million dollars for this performance and it was very beyonce she brought blue ivy out she had all these crazy dancers these crazy sets these crazy costumes like also people say that this was her it was her first live performance in however long um and people are saying that it's because she 
had surgery and that's why she was like in little heels instead of like her bigger heels that she usually wears to perform. Um, but you know, definitely people are like, some people are all like team, get your bag girl. And some people are like team, you already have the bag girl. Um, and some people are like team, like this is like her big debut. Where's the visuals. And some people are like, you know, she's a Virgo and she's going to be the most perfectionist person on the face of the planet. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it seems a little dicey. Like, you know, I don't know. It just feels a little like, I mean, make your money. I don't know. Some people just like to make a big deal about stuff that just has nothing to do with them. It's like, did you go to the concert? Did you do whatever? Like just whatever. So Um, So just, it was a weird yikes. It was a like, I'm like exciting because like I saw some of the videos of the concert and like Beyonce, her vocals be fucking hidden. She'd be sounding amazing. But I'm like, you know, at what cost? Yeah. Um, Well, V, I got a question for you. Yeah. What are you watching? So I've been convinced by my TikTok algorithm to start Ginny and Georgia on Netflix. Um, And I've been enjoying it so far. It definitely feels like sort of like a modern take on um, the Gilmore Girls, but like add in some sort of like secrets and crime. Um, So I'm interested to see if I continue to like it or if it will or if I won't. I'm We'll go from there. But I've been enjoying it thus far. But nice. uh, Besai. Yeah. Um, what have you been watching? I uh, watched some things. I've been I've been meaning to write down because like, I like thought of like five things I watched yesterday and today. I just can't even remember what I thought about. But um, I did watch this movie called Kate. Um, it was kind of like it was described as like John Wick mixed with crank. And um, it was pretty good. It was it was it was Woody Harrelson was in it. She kind of is like this super assassin that like has like 24 hours to live because someone poisoned her and stuff. So it's just like she goes around kicking people's asses. It was awesome. So check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, and then I watched Scream 5. I'm just really excited about Scream 6 coming out soon. The trailers have been dropping for that. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of the Scream franchises. It's really cool to see how like Scream is like back, you know, again. Like, um, you know, when they came back with this the, the fourth movie, You know, I think it was underrated, but they kind of dropped that that storyline and started like a new trilogy type thing with new cast members and stuff. But this one is actually bringing people from the fourth one. So it's like really connecting all the stories together Mm, and stuff. It's like what they did with Tokyo Drift later. Exactly. I mean, I mean, (laughs) what, what they said in the fifth one is that this is essentially a requel. Like, you know, well, the The last one, the fifth one is a requel because it's like a reboot sequel, you know? Um, So uh, I think they're doing a good job. This one's going to be probably the most different feeling one of the of the franchise because they're bringing them to new york so the sixth one new york yeah so it should be cool um i'm excited about it so i watched scream five which is really good too so um yeah that's what i watched this weekend i haven't watched like i think i've watched maybe one of the screams oh my gosh you should have a night where you and your boyfriend watch all the screams they're just fun um i know well the first couple have skeet ulrich only in the first one yes well actually no he's in he's in the fifth one too now oh fine well he's dead but he's like the ghost of him is in the fifth one which is a weird thing that they added to that one 
Um, um, I just love him. Yeah, so. no, he's he's great. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, definitely watch it. It's like, I mean, it, it screaming in general brought the slasher genre back when it came out. Like it was dying, right. and then Scream came, and you know, it's got a really like who done it type thing, like a glass onions type, you know, knives out feel. Love so that. Definitely, Which I out. like that. I it, like that. Yeah. Like I don't want just gory slasher i like want give me something to work with and it's meta so it's like it knows it's it's like you know aware of itself so like everyone's like well you could be you you're probably the killer like everyone's accusing themselves of being like killers and stuff so um it's great um but yeah why don't we get into our slapper of the week slapper of the week this song slaps This week's slapper of the week comes for us um, from for our uh, Latinos. Uh, it comes from J Balvin, Bad Bunny, and Mr. Easy. The song's called "Como Un Bebe," and um, you know I saw this on a TikTok. It, it was like this dance group that it it was like crazy that. They were able to choreograph this thing in like the vertical, you know, framing, framing, and um, they just like really like did this whole thing about like the framing. So it was like, you know, a group of like eight to 10 guys or something like that doing this whole thing to this song. And I heard the song and I've been obsessed with it. Like I literally listened to it over and over again. And I watched that video like probably like 20 times just because I love a good dance video. It's so good. Like, you know, I'm not even usually into like choreographed videos, like dance videos like that. But these guys were so like it was original and clever. Yeah. And they were doing like really fun stuff They're I think they're from like from Portugal or something. But um but yeah, I think uh, you guys, I forgot the name of the group. I was trying to find out, but I couldn't find, I followed them, but I forgot what the name of them are. But um, the song is called Como On Bebe by J Balvin, Bad Bunny, and Mr. Easy. Um, so check it out. It's on the Future Bachelor Podcast playlist. V, do you have any shout outs this week? Yes. I wanted to shout out a couple of birthday folks. Well, several, I guess. Uh, my friends, Amy, Andrew, Aaron, and then Alex for their birthdays from this past weekend and this upcoming weekend. So nice. happy birthday to all of them. Um, <laughs> and then I wanted to shout out everybody who helped celebrate me, all of you guys at my party, my boyfriend John, the family who sent me stuff and all of that. So thank you everybody for making me feel so special. Yeah, it was a fun time. Um, for sure um i'd like to give it like a quick shout out to my friend sterling she came into town the um last night uh from san diego for work for the next three days and um we made some time to meet up and go grab some dinner and catch up usually i would go out to see her in san diego like once a year but you know since covid and everything and just like I haven't been able to get out there um, in a while. So it's just been a while since I've seen her. She's the homie, and it was great catching up with her. So um, shout out to you, Sterling. V, um, that was our show. Like, you know, episode 250. It's kind of crazy. Shout out to everyone that's, like, still around for episode 250. And us for sticking with it. Um, You know, I think uh, we've gone into, like we said earlier, a new new era with the YouTube and stuff, like really being our focus. Um, You know, I know people listen to podcasts still, but like, I think YouTube is just kind of where it's at. So like to like kind of format the show for that, I think has been successful in us growing it um, and continuing to grow it. So um, and shout out to everyone, you know, like I said, that's, you know, been along this journey 
journey, whether you're still around or, you know, um, you were once there, but, um, you know, uh, V, what do you got planned for this weekend? Anything fun? Um, this weekend, I think, um, I know I have, I think a birthday dinner for somebody. It's got all these January birthdays. Um, and then I think that some of the girls and I are going to go to the Korean spa up in, up a little bit north of the city um, and get a little, you know, little spa day. And nice. so we'll see. That's what's up. Um, yeah, I don't even know. I, I'm, I'm trying, like, my weekends, I'm trying to do, like, a project each weekend. Um, this weekend, I'm trying to really clear out my closet, you know. Um, I need to do that, too. Yeah, just purge all the clothes. I'm, like, looking at I, it. I got too many look- clothes. Like, I, I just, you know. But it's it's really it's really hard. You know, you think I always I'll pull something out and I'll be all like, but maybe I'll want to wear this. Yeah, I know. And then I'll just wear it once just to justify it. And then I'll be like, and then I'll come back around to it the next year and I'll be like, all right, get it together. Yeah. But so maybe I'll do that this weekend. But um, I just finished like the longest book I've ever finished ever. So I'm looking forward to um, reading a new book I just got. I have this is like now how you know I'm a reader. Like I can't stop getting books like they're like starting to pile up. I, I know. Have- and you used to like poo poo on readers. So. <laughs> Dude, I got like a whole stack of books that I got to get through. And I just bought this one. And um, this one's called Rejection Proof. And it's just like, it's a cool concept because, um, it's how to beat fear and become invincible through a hundred days of rejection. So, um, I saw this Ted talk over the weekend. It's what made me buy this book, but it was this guy talking about how he like, he was like scared of rejection. And then he did this like rejection therapy of like, he was like, I'm going to do a hundred days and film, um, a different tasks that I am scared of getting rejected about. And it just starts off with him, like asking somebody to borrow a hundred dollars he goes and tries to ask for like a burger refill at a like a like a restaurant he ate at. He's like, "Can I get a refill on my burger?" And they're like, "What?" Um, you're like, "No." Yeah, exactly. So he's just like knowing he's gonna get rejected, but then like he eventually learns a bunch of things by asking these questions. Like, you know, you could simply just ask why, and like somebody or they could someone could ask you why, and then it's you like have being a toddler. Yeah, just but asking why. Yeah, you ask why, and then they might give you a reason what, or maybe even give you a referral to do like actually what you want to do, and um. I don't know. It's just trying to like get my mindset to doing. I have some like very interesting ideas of what I want to be doing with my life um, here in the near future and stuff. So I'm just like preparing mentally for it. So I'm excited to start a new book this weekend. Um, yeah, like the book I just read, it was like like almost 700 pages, and I was like, oh my god, it's almost taken forever to get through this book. But I've I've done it, so pretty proud of myself. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I'll do this weekend, nerd. Uh, all right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed episode 250. We'll be back, like we said, for um, the next episode of The Bachelor and um, anything else going on in the world that we find interesting. But we love you. This has been Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.